this message inspires and encourages you. For more information, please contact Nexus Church. Hey, how awesome is the haka? It's awesome. I know most of you are Aussie, but come on, that's some pretty powerful stuff. Come on, say it with me. How awesome is the haka? You see, the haka is the war cry of arguably one of the most unstoppable, successful, undefeated sporting teams of all times. Hey, listen, I do know about last night's game. And in compassion, we thought we'd give that one to the Aussies, okay? (laughs) But you see, the Maori people of New Zealand, they were warriors. And the haka was performed as their war dance. It was their war cry before they went to battle. It showed that they were fearless in the face of their enemy. And you know, that's exactly what I want to talk to you about tonight. I want to talk to you about an area of great passion of mine, and that is prayer of warfare. How to you and I can be fearless and hold our ground in the face of the enemy. And tonight I'm really believing that God is wanting to awaken the spiritual warrior in us, that he wants to stir in us, that he wants to release a new strength, determination and authority in his people. Do you know we have access to one of the greatest gifts and one of the greatest weapons of all time and you guessed it, it is prayer. So tonight we're going to get the revelation of just how powerful prayer is. So like the All Blacks watching the haka that we just saw, we will firstly see victory, two, take territory, and three, be strengthened in community. But before I start, I want to make it so clear, this is so not like a complete 101 of spiritual warfare and spiritual prayer. There's just so much to say. But I do hope that it stirs a hunger and a desire in you to go further and deeper into this topic yourself. So let's pray. Let's invite the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we know you are here. You've been already moving and shaking and stirring our hearts, but we welcome you. We want to see freedom in the house tonight. We want to see chains broken in the house tonight. And Lord, I come with nothing but a complete dependency on you. So just come and anoint my words for your glory. In Jesus' mighty name. All right, our first point Firstly, we will see victory. Whether you realize it or not, you are actually in a spiritual conflict. There is a real enemy, and he wants to take you down and out. He prowls like a roaring lion looking to kill, steal, and destroy. And he will not stop until he has his way. And I just want you to imagine for a minute that you actually found yourself in a real-life battle. Like, what would you do? You would only have one choice, I imagine, if you actually wanted to survive. You'd have to muscle up and kid up, get your game on, you'd get your game face on, and you'd have to engage and access any weapon that you could literally get your hands on. And so it is with spiritual battle. 
as the Apostle Paul would write to the church in Ephesus in Ephesians 6.12. It should be coming up on the screen. You probably know it. It's a cracker. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Do you know, so much of what you and I struggle with every single day is rooted in the spiritual realm. And when we get a full understanding of that, we can be so much more intentional about covering these events and these circumstances in prayer. You see, we can disrupt every single scheme of the enemy. We can dismantle his lies, his strongholds, expose areas of darkness. Why? Because we can access prayer and we can see victory because the battle belongs to the Lord. He is the undefeated one. So I'm going to come back to my team, the All Blacks, who you all love, um, for just a moment. Have you ever noticed the way that they take to the field? Have you noticed the way that they come on and they stand in formation before they do the haka? They have such an unwavering confidence. They have this real persona about them, like they carry this real authority. And I reckon it's because they back their prep for one, but also because they know their statistics. They know how many times they have already been victorious and won. <laughs> Can I say, as followers of Jesus, it is exactly the same thing. We too can stand in the authority as co-heirs of Christ because we too know the stats and we know that there is victory because the battle has already been won. We do not have to pray from a position of defeat, but we can pray from a place of victory. You know, I'm in a little family of five. And the times I see my family most competitive is when we're dancing. We, we have this really cool new Xbox game, Just Dance. I don't know if any of you know it. So you dance in front of the TV screen and there's this monitor and like it sees you dancing and it rates your moves. And seriously, it is gloves off. Everyone wants to be the Di Maria best dancer. But our little Gracie, it's like she's got an extra portion of rhythm. She's got an extra portion of swag. And she steps on up to that game with such a sense of assurance. And that is because she is standing on the back of her previous win. And it's that that gets her over the finish line to do it again. And can I say in prayer, it is so the same we too can stand on the back of the previous win. Doesn't matter how big or how small it is. Often it's small, but it's the previous win, the previous victory. And that doesn't matter how long it takes. And when we do that, we can let faith rise again in prayer. We can let faith rise as we see, God, you've done it before. I'm believing you are gonna do it again. Does anyone know what I'm talking about tonight? Hey. Secondly, we gain territory. We defend the ground through prayer. So let me tell you about a historical event that we call the Great Chicken Massacre of 2019. So it was a regular day on the De Maria farm 
Our chickens were conducting themselves as usual, scratching around, eating food scraps, laying eggs. We put them away at bedtime like we always do. And it wasn't until we came down in the morning, something looked suspicious. There was a paling ripped off the side of the chicken coop and there was dead chickens and feathers everywhere. It was a complete chicken debacle. And you see, in the two weeks leading up to this event, there had been a wild-looking dog who was going up and down the end of our driveway, just looking in. You see, this dog must have spent much time looking at our fence line, looking for the places of weakness in which he could launch the attack. Can I say it's the same tactic with the enemy? He studies our fault lines, he knows our weaknesses, he knows our entry points and our places of vulnerability, and that's where he will strike, because he doesn't want you taking ground, he doesn't want you living in freedom, he doesn't want you to know your true identity in Christ, so we have to be the defenders of our territory, that can be our homes, our families, our relationships, our mental health, anything. We have to defend our territory and we have to strengthen our fault lines in prayer. Can I tell you that this is something I do every single day. Every day I pray intentionally over my areas of vulnerability. I spent 25 years in the world before I came to Jesus. So with that, there was a whole lot of baggage and a whole lot of complexes and issues. I only know some of them, but one by one, I will list off those areas of weakness and I pray about them and I won't leave home until I've done it. You see, persistency in prayer is it. We have to be the one to fight in those areas in prayer. So... And talking about persistency, that is such a big key to prayer. We have to be persistent in prayer. We have to be prepared to dig in. Yes, we know that God can instantly heal. He delivers, he restores in the click of the fingers. But often it's more of a slow burn. Often it can just be a little shift. And then a little shift that brings you closer and closer to your breakthrough moment. Do you know, there's not been one single time, I have an awesome bunch of women I pray with, not one time I've ever gone to a prayer meeting and prayed about something and not came away and seen an instant shift. You know, often a circumstance can look exactly the same, but God may have given you a newfound grace. He may have given you a new determination to get through it. Um, Is anyone getting pumped up about prayer right now? (laughs) Prayer is the best, seriously. (laughs) And I speak about this because this has been my life passion, coming out of the world and into the kingdom. It's through praying over these things that we can see victory and we can see breakthrough and we truly can see turnaround. And coming to my third point, we are strengthened in community. You know, to win any battle, you actually need the army. We can't do it alone. There is strength in numbers. You know, if you want to play a game, you need the team to get that ball over the line. And so it is with prayer. 
And you know, one of the greatest illustrations, I'm stealing from you, Pastor Nathan, but this was Pastor Nathan's quite a few months ago, but it was talking about soldiers often in war. Back in the day, they would have um, these shields and in the front line, they would lock them together. They'd stand together and they would literally lock shields. In doing that, there was no place that the arrows could come through because they were so well covered. Do you know, as brothers and sisters in Christ, we need to lock shields in prayer and we need to cover each other so there is no place for the fiery darts of the enemy to cover. We need to get so good at covering each other, having each other's backs in prayer. I've seen this played out so awesomely at the Sanford Hub. Of course, I've got to get a little plug-in for the Sanford Hub. If you haven't came, 10 o'clock every Sunday morning, we're waiting for you to come. But we have this beautiful family there called the Renders. And Teresa had been on an 18 months, like a really full-on cancer journey. And we locked shields with that family in faith. And it was so beautiful. Every single Sunday, I could turn around and there would be a whole cluster of people around them, loving on them, lifting them up, praying for them, believing for them. We have to hold up each arms, each other's arms in battle, just like Aaron did for Moses, when we don't have the strength to do it ourselves. Maybe you're feeling like you actually need someone to hold your arms up in battle. And as we prepare to close, you know, I know and I appreciate that there's actually people here tonight that you're feeling actually over the battle. You feel like you've been battling and struggling and under attack for such a long time. I know that. I feel that. You may even feel like the enemy has been having a complete field day in your home. You may feel like there's strife and there's conflict. You may be feeling defeated. You may feel like you've sat down in the middle of the battle, that you've sat down in the middle of the storm and that you do not have the strength to go on. You may have even given up praying altogether. <laughs> For those of you, if that's you tonight... I just want to speak to your heart for a minute. And I want to say, do not give up. Do not give up. You are so much stronger than you think. Now it is the time to awaken the spiritual warrior in you. The spiritual warrior in you. And do you know why I showed you that haka earlier on? Because that's how I want you to see yourself tonight. That you are strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. Everything that Jesus has, you have in Christ. Because the same power that raised Christ Jesus from the grave lives in you. And you can pray into any, come on, any situation with resurrection power. Any situation, anything that is happening, you can pray into that with resurrection power. And I believe that God is wanting us to step into that authority that is ours tonight. You know, I truly believe that the enemy has been robbing, killing and stealing and taking from the body of Christ for too long now. And it is time for us to take back what is rightfully ours by knowing our place, knowing who we are in the kingdom of God. Can you hear my heart for you tonight? 
that you are so much stronger than you think. There is a mighty spiritual warrior in you, and it's time to awaken that person. And when we do, we will see that victory. We will take that territory. And we only do it because we're strengthened in this. We are strengthened together. We need each other. And I want us to be a people that we can see and sense when someone's got something going on and we lay hands and we say, I'm going to pray for you. Do you know what? We don't need to worry about the words. God doesn't need our elaborate words. He's just looking for his sons and daughters to take their place and to step up. And as we step out, he will step in. So as we end, I just want to pray for all of us. If you could stand to your feet as an activation of faith. Because you know what? I think we all struggle. You know, we all have times where we feel opposition. We feel like our back's up against the wall. We feel defeated. And I just want to pray tonight for just a fresh and filling of the living God and even our Holy Spirit that you would come. And if you're willing, if you just raise your hands ready to receive, ready just to surrender afresh to all that God wants to do. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that in this moment you are moving in this place. Lord, we thank you for your sons and daughters. And we believe that no weapon formed against the body of Christ will prosper. In Jesus' mighty name, we're going to see victory, Lord God. And Father, I just pray over this auditorium and for those watching by this stream, just a resetting, just a reshifting of mindsets right now in Jesus' name, where there has been defeat, where there has been despair, where people felt hopelessness, that they can't go on. I just pray by the Spirit of the living God that you would come supernaturally and awaken the warrior. Lord, that you would release a supernatural strength over your people, a determination, a grittiness, an authority, Lord God, that you would give them that victory mindset. And for weeks, I've really just had the sense that the enemy has been trying to silence the people of God by making them be in fear and intimidation. They haven't been believing in their worth and he's been shutting them down. And we want to speak to that place tonight. Lord, that you would draw your children out of the shadows, that they would come out of the shadows and into your marvelous light. Lord, we break off the spirit of fear. We break off inadequacy and intimidation and all those things that want to set itself up against your children. And we replace it, Lord, with a tenacity, with a confidence, with a holy boldness that we will know who we are in you. So Father, let your sons and your daughters arise. Arise, mighty son of the living God. Arise, mighty daughter. Take your place. Your time is now. It is time to step out and into every single thing that the Lord has have got for you. Now is the time. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. We bless the people called by your name. In Jesus' name.